Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for June 16th, 2020. It's the birthday of one of my favorite comedians, or I should say one of my grandfather's favorite comedians, which is practically the same thing when you're six years old. Stan Laurel was born on this day in 1890 in Lancashire, England. Laurel began his career in Music Hall, where he appropriated a number of his standard comic devices, the bowler hat, the deep comic gravity, and the nonsensical understatement. His performances polished his skills at pantomime and music hall sketches. Laurel was a member of Fred Carnot's army, where he was Charlie Chaplin's understudy. With Chaplin, the two arrived in the United States on the same ship from the UK, with the Carnot troupe. Laurel began his film career in 1917 and made his final appearance in 1951. From 1928 onwards, he appeared exclusively with Oliver Hardy. Laurel officially retired from the screen following his comedy partner's death in 1957. In 1925, Laurel signed with Hal Roach Studio, where he began directing films, including a 1926 production called Yes, Yes, Nanette. Oliver Hardy, another member of the Hal Roach Studio's comedy all-star players, was injured in a kitchen mishap in 1927, and Laurel was once again asked to carry some of the screen time as an actor. Laurel and Hardy began sharing the screen in Slipping Wives, The Great Duck Soup of 1927, and With Love and Hisses. The two became friends, and their comic chemistry soon became obvious. Roach Studios supervising director Leo McCary noticed the audience reaction to them and began teaming them, leading to the creation of the Laurel and Hardy series later that year. Together, the two men began producing a huge body of short films and successfully made the transition to talking films with the short Unaccustomed As We Are of 1929. They also appeared in their first feature on one of the review sequences of Hollywood Review of 1929. And the following year, they appeared as the comic relief in the lavish Technicolor musical The Rogue Song. Laurel and Hardy continued to make both features and shorts until 1935, including their 1932 three-reeler, The Music Box, which won an Academy Award for Best Short Subject. In 1950, Laurel and Hardy were invited to France to make a feature film. The film was a disaster, a Franco-Italian co-production titled Atoll K. Both stars were noticeably ill during the filming and upon returning to the United States, spent most of their time recovering. In 1952, Laurel and Hardy toured Europe successfully, and returned in 1953 for another tour of the continent. But during the second tour, Laurel felt ill and was unable to perform for several weeks. In May of 1954, Oliver Hardy had a heart attack and canceled the tour and in 1955 they were planning to do a television series called Laurel and Hardy's Fabulous Fables based on children's stories. But the plans were delayed after Stan Laurel suffered a stroke on the 25th of April of 1955, from which he eventually recovered. But as the team was planning to get back to work, his partner Hardy had a massive stroke on the 14th of September of 1956, which resulted in his being unable to return to acting. 
Oliver Hardy died less than a year later on the 7th of August of 1957. Stan Laurel was too ill to attend his best friend's funeral and said, Babe would understand. Laurel was devastated by Hardy's death and never fully recovered from it. He refused to perform on stage or act in another film without his good friend Ollie. On February 19th of 1965, Stan Laurel suffered a heart attack and died four days later at the age of 75. Just minutes away from death, Laurel told his live-in nurse that he would not mind going skiing right at that very moment. Taken aback, the nurse replied that she didn't know he was a skier. I'm not, he said, but I'd rather be doing that than this. A few minutes later, the nurse checked in on him again and found that he had died quietly right there in his armchair. At his funeral, silent screen comedian Buster Keaton was overheard talking about Laurel's talent. Chaplin wasn't the funniest. I wasn't the funniest. This man was the funniest. Dick Van Dyke gave the eulogy at Laurel's funeral. As a friend, protege, and occasional impressionist of Laurel during his later years, Dick Van Dyke read The Clown's Prayer. A fitting end for a man who had this to say in the final days of his life. If anyone at my funeral has a long face, I'll never speak to him again. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.